0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala ba, 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 ba. your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what? Terrence? good
1: old humor.
0: Good old humor, man. Yeah. First podcast of the week. Yeah. How was your weekend, Terrence?
1: It was uh, pretty exciting, man. A lot ah. of uh, a lot of uh, I disconnected from the digital life for a while. Mm. You know, went cycling, Coney Island, all that mm. stuff. Uh, very nice la, to not be connected to the digital world. You weren't the only one that was disconnected. <laughs> la. A lot of people <laughs> unintentionally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but we will get
0: into that. Uh, but yeah, like uh, this is a new week. Yes, October yes. end of year
1: coming. How's your weekend?
0: Weekend was good. Mm. Uh, went like to look at like some home accessories to you know revamp the the home.
1: I mm. think I think we were all we were both like everyone like including Tristan as well yeah. dealing with the hangover from you know last week's. Uh, the conference and all that. I think, mm. well, last week, like, when we recorded our podcast on Friday, I think you and I were both, like, Zonked. zombie fight already, oh, yeah. yeah? Zonked. Yeah. So, yeah, even probably said some inappropriate things on the podcast, which I'll address later. Uh, Is it? Yeah, in the DMs and all. We'll uh, talk about it in one-shot oh, really? comment yeah. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, there, it was, it was quite, quite, we were just taking this weekend to recuperate. La. Yeah, yeah. But
0: shout out to everyone who came to say uh, hey at the event.
1: Yeah. Uh, some people f- who are listeners of the podcast came you to know, say, hey. Yeah,
0: and it was always helpful, you know, when we we're talking to someone who hasn't heard of us about folklory. And, you know, yeah. I say, oh, we actually do this podcast. And someone comes up at that moment to say, hey, yeah. I love your podcast. Yeah. Wow, fuck, that's just like brilliant. Mm, mm, yeah, it, 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 You guys helped get us like some follow-up meetings and all that. Yeah. So yeah. Cheers to that, man. Mm. Cheers.
1: Cheers to that. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, but before jumping to all the, the, mm. the topics that mm-hmm. happened over the weekend, because I think it's also related to stuff we were doing all over the weekend and all that, right? We we what is like you were going shopping for furniture and all. Oh this yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Correct, correct, correct. Uh, what was one thing that we always have to say? Uh, that if you are enjoying this podcast, be it in
0: just audio or audio and video form on YouTube, Spotify, wherever, it would be greatly awesome if you guys could just follow us, hit subscribe, leave us a rating, because it helps. Our show reach more people. It helps ensure that you get our latest episodes each and
1: every time, uh, and yeah, just just helps the community grow. And if you want to work with us, uh, the email is contact@ministryoffunny.com. Uh, we don't bite. We answer our emails as, mm. as much as we can, and uh, yeah, just just ping us for anything, man. Sweet man. Yep. So cool. Let's jump into it. And this is one of those things that.
0: No one was is unaware of like. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone yeah.
1: was affected in some way, I'm pretty sure. Yeah everyone, like, yeah, everyone. Even if you're a boomer who, you know, doesn't use digital services, you're probably affected at some point as so, well. Like. Yeah,
0: yeah, Right. Uh and it is that the the DBS online banking and payment services uh experienced a huge ass outage. Mm. Uh and it was not just DBS, it was Citibank also. But DBS was the the biggest the biggest uh impact. Like. Yeah. Uh and they were down for about um like a number of hours. Uh, I think, yeah, let's see, yeah. It was uh it, three? Yeah. Three p.m. Then until about ten p.m. So about seven hours. Le. Yeah. And even then, I think there were still things that were not uh, working or some ATMs. Yeah. But but basically, yeah, there was a huge outage. Mm. Um and it was all linked uh, back to an issue at the data center mm. uh, provided by this company, Equinox, mm. which apparently is shared by a bunch of other tech companies. Yeah. Including Meta uh, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Meta, Twitter, no, not Twitter. Uh, yeah, a, a lot of tech companies, including some telcos, la. mm, mm. Uh, and then now, uh, I think there's a lot of there's no real talk about what's going to happen to DBS. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's I, more and more accounts of like retailers who suffered, but but what what was your what was your interaction with this? Uh, or were you disconnected at that point?
1: No, no, no. I was out and about at that point. Out right? and about. Yeah. Um, I went to uh I went to this new like uh Flor you no, know, I wouldn't call it florist, a nursery. Like there's an indoor nursery now mm. Somewhere in Singapore in the West. For plants. For plants. Like uh. five or four or five floors of like plants. Uh, like in an indoor space of nursery with aircon and mm. everything. So it's like imagine Ikea but like entirely like a nursery, but Ikea kind mm. of. Uh so yeah, I was trying to uh my family was trying to buy something mm. and their point of sale system wasn't working. So they couldn't take cards, they couldn't take, uh, you know, no matter what, Visa, Master, whatever you had, mm. even from other banks, besides DBS, they mm. couldn't deal with it. La. It was cash only. So it was one of those situations where me and my wife had to cobble together whatever $2 notes, $5 notes we had, mm. and, you know, folded up and packed into certain corners of our bag, and then just piece it all together to purchase a little pot. La. And you got it? La. We got it, la. we got it. Ah. And then uh, uh, thankfully, yeah, in that, in that sense, I wasn't that badly affected. but. It was an inconvenience, uh, for sure, getting yeah. cash.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It just so happened that that was the day that me and my wife wanted to go like accessory shopping for a home and all that. Mm. And yeah, like we went to uh, a store, almost bought some stuff. Yeah, It declined. Mm. And the first thing that occurred to me is like, oh, fuck. Did I not do something right? Mm-hmm. Did something go wrong with the, with the card? And yeah. then I tried another card because yeah certain other customers were still uh, going through. Mm-hmm. Because that one, the point of sale system was not something that was issued by DBS. Yeah. So they could still accept other cards. Yeah. So then I was like, oh shit, is it me? Then, yeah. uh, uh, yeah, so in the end, we didn't get anything from there. We went to the mm-hmm. neighboring shop, mm-hmm. also wanted to buy some stuff, couldn't. So in the end, we saved some money. Yeah. Which is great. But uh, yeah, after that dinner... So those businesses lost your business? They though. lost my business, man. They lost your business. Yeah, yeah, I would have, I would have like, you know, made, made them like, Huge returns, yeah, with my yeah, three candles, exactly. but they lost it. Yeah. they lost it. And then after they went for dinner, uh, they had some issues there. Then went for coffee, but had to go away from a place that was all cashless, mm-hmm. so they don't even accept cash. Yep. Uh, a, a, a cafe, and then I think their point of this, they, they accepted other cards, but none of us had other cards, la. Mm, So mm. they also lost our
1: business. So free meal, yeah, free meal. No, no, before we entered. Oh, before you entered, yes, yeah.
0: yeah. La, we're not going to do that. Like <laughs> just hey, maybe got a problem, we go whack, and then after that, sorry, we can't pay. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no. no. So then, it, but then you, and it, it was because I was in a few shopping centers, right? Mm-hmm. Just so happened that Saturday, we decided to go to a few shopping centers, and it was on everybody's minds, la, Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and weirdly enough. It felt like we were one though. Mm,
1: facing all the problems together. Yeah.
0: Like yeah. you can't go, we were at uh, the supermarket, you can't do the self-checkout. Yeah. So we needed to go queue up and like everyone was just looking down the queue and just exchanging nods and mm. like, wow, mm. you know, this is damn giant. And it felt like we were all in it together.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. brought, us, brought us closer. Especially in the midst of this geopolitical uncertainty yeah, yeah, in other yeah. regions. It
0: reminded us of this- the
1: hardships. We faced in Singapore. La. This brought you together. <laughs> <laughs> the inability to pay for three candles. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That was the first instance. It was uh, at the shopping center when I needed to get yogurt because mm. my stomach was a bit upset.
1: Yeah. So yeah. while
0: standing in the queue with my yogurt, I was like, "Hmm,
1: <sniffs>
0: Then, like, you know, just there was a solidarity there. La. Yeah,
1: I had, I had a close shave because I wanted to, I needed to draw cash to give an angpao to someone who was leaving the country already, mm. and I think I drew it out around like two p.m. And then I came home and gave it ang Pal. Then the, I think at 3 p.m. onwards, the ATM study went, went off already. Oh. So I, that would have been an issue. La. So the, the, I think the interesting thing here is like I mean, hearing all these stories, even your own anecdote, my own anecdote, la, right? I mean, granted, it's not much money. La. It's not like we are drawing like hundreds of thousands of dollars or anything. You're not spending hundreds of thousands on mm. home and using a credit card to do it, right? Mm. $50, $100. So why there's all these complaints for what why are you complaining so much it's just technology sometimes goes down once in a while yeah la, true just la. deal with it la. so why true. are you why, why are you complaining
0: so much i'm sorry i'm sorry Terrence. yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry to dbs i'm sorry to piush yeah why are you all complaining uh, so much we
1: have no right to complain la. yeah so yeah. no i mean but i think it's really worth discussing is it something worth getting upset over why there's a lot of people who are outraged yeah. online i saw I was following like the the DBS, the Apology Facebook and the, and the comments on the post. Mm. And one of the top ones was one from what, someone that I know who was like, I cannot I cannot even top up my cash card and get out of this car park. I'm stuck oh, yeah, here. Yeah. And I'm furious. Like, yeah. you know? So I can imagine that happening to more than one person. Um, and uh, yeah, it sucks, I guess, being blockaded and stuck Stuck in a in a shopping mall, or You know, and you can't get out because your car is stuck, and, and you can't pay and all that.
0: And also, your your time is racking up, Right, you're mm, you're incurring your yeah. costs, right? Yeah.
1: So my <clears throat> that that person I know was like, are they going to compensate all the people who had to pay extra parking <laughs> charges? Um. So yeah, you know, there were these literal physical uh issues of of uh moving out a, a place or beyond just like wanting to buy stuff like right yeah it's literally about getting your car out of place so you can move on with your life at the next destination so it did i think it causes de- it caused delays for people in the schedules on a busy weekend uh. yeah so uh but again aside from that fucking first world problems right singaporeans yeah. why are you complaining about this why why is this a such a big deal you think i think because okay so
0: it's one of those, those things that, at the top of mind, right, like, mm. uh, it feels like DBS has been shutting down or going down quite a bit. Right? I think this is, in,
1: is more than once this year already.
0: Like? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just if you ask anyone, it feels, hey, this is not a, a new instance of this bank, this this untarnished bank that has gone down. Apparently, it's the fourth service disruption in 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is off the back of some other major disruptions, I think, back in 2021, for which they were... Slapped with like increased capital requirements in twenty twenty two, so it, it's one of those things that because it has happened often enough, it feels like it's happening very often. Yeah, yeah. they
1: reached they reached like the MRT breakdown territory yeah. from those days, right? Yeah, exactly. Those
0: when, like... days of MRT where you start to lose confidence in the MRT. Like even yeah. if it's like delayed by a few minutes, you are like, okay lah. Another breakdown. I knew it. <laughs> another fucking breakdown. Now yeah. when I log into POSB, if it takes a bit longer, right? I'm yeah. like okay lah. This is a sign. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Like, so unfortunately, they've gone down into that territory. Like. Yeah. So that's one aspect. Then the other aspect is like, you know, like, especially for the park thing where by the by the 15 minutes almost, it's going up and up, right? In the general climate of like cost increasing everywhere, mm. this really mm. is like unnecessary. Like. Yeah. yeah. You know? So there is that. And then the, also the the recent comments by like, you know, Piyush Gupta, mm. the, the, CEO. the CEO of DBS, who's very... Very well accomplished, you know, mm-hmm. has made, kept like, made G, uh, DBS reach record profits, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think he recently made some comment about how work-life balance is a b- is baloney. Yeah. Even Doesn't though it has nothing, it. To, get it, nothing yeah. to do with uptime of your service and all. Yeah. He just robs people the wrong way.
1: Okay, but he lived, I mean, he, <coughs> he does, he, I mean, he walked his the, weekend the, gone he like, walked the top one. <laughs> his weekend and his staff weekend gone. The weekend the, the baloney. Apparently, yeah, you they know. opened, uh, the ATM. Brand, they opened the bank branches. Yeah. literally, literally bank branches. Cause ATMs weren't working, so you can't even draw cash out. Yeah, 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 So they had to pull in all these, you know, bank tellers and all these people to come back to work on Saturday till what seven, eight PM. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I I read on the internet. I haven't verified it, but I read that there were restrictions of like you can only draw five hundred dollars maximum or something like that, mm. Like they didn't want people to be pulling out their life savings from the, from bank accounts. And mm. all. So, yeah, he's walking the talk. Don't believe in work-life balance. So, that's why he He eats on Saturday. Hey, "Hey, boss, I can't over Saturday. He's like, yeah, I told you. ah, This is baloney. Baloney. ah. Your
0: your work-life balance is baloney. ah. This one, I said it very very clear.
1: Yeah. And and the other other ironic thing is like, I think DBS has been pushing this slogan, live more, bank less, for the last couple of years. And... Yeah, a lot of people are banking a lot less over the yeah, weekend. Yeah. But not by choice, la, not by choice. And you're living more. La. Yeah, you're living you're, a lot more. You're, you're living more. Life, yeah. Yeah, life you're happens.
0: living more. You're bonding with people. It's one big like community community event, la, community yeah, 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 initiative.
1: Yeah. But yeah, la, I mean, it seemed like people were very genuinely very angry about it. <coughs> and asking how can this be possible. Mm. But in the larger scheme of things, it's just one day of outages. Okay. And it's seven hours, la, not even one day. Uh, yeah, yeah, like seven hours. Some some say maybe a bit more because uh, uh, but but what why do you think the anger is justified, like if you think so like, or if you think it's just people just whining too much and we should just move to cashless society ASAP?
0: I think I think because okay, so for me the whole thing about the like, whole cashless society, yeah, I think it's generally uh a good direction mm. but also when there's, you know, shaming of hawkers who want to still accept cash, yeah. and don't go full cashless, like mm. by people like Calvin Cheng. Now, now he's coming up and posting saying stuff like, you know, uh, well, if if a printer jams or something, or if if the internet is down, doesn't mean we go back to snail mail. No, mm. I've never been an advocate of full one or the other solution. It's just the direction. Which I mean, like, come on, like you were shaming hawkers before, like. mm. So mm. so that's one thing. But I think in the um, in the grand scheme of things, the sentiment towards Banks, it really feels like everything they decide, we have to kind of kowtow. Mm. But when they mm. screw up, how are they held accountable? You can impose fines. Fines. Oh, yeah. uh, and then there's the increased capital requirement, mm. which from my layman understanding, it just means that how much money must be like in like liquid at any point in time, mm-hmm. uh, which you cannot have in investments and, yeah. and, and uh, 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 elsewhere. But it just feels like, that, you know, there's all this. Talk of record profits. I think Piyush Gupta was the highest paid CEO mm. uh, in in Singapore. So it just feels in the context of that, then this goes down. And I think for the retailers, right, who suffer, I think that's the biggest thing that is very justifiably anger-inducing. La. Mm, mm. I I couldn't go to certain eateries,
1: mm. right? I couldn't get three candles. Mm.
0: But for the business, what what kind of recourse do they have?
1: Yeah. And don't forget, it's... uh. We, I think the places you and I were talking about are, you know, big, big companies yeah. of like infrastructure. all. But imagine on Saturday, if you're a small retailer and you're at some flea market mm, or fair mm. or, you know, public garden, one of those things. And then you only use cashless payment, whether it's PayNow or, or your card or anything. And you can't, you can't do any of that. Mm. That's like the one day that you paid, I don't know, two, three grand, four, five, six grand for a table mm. at this flea market. But you lose all these customers because they can't they can't use how many customers are carrying cash on them, right? Yeah. They can't use on, can't use anything. So they just walk away and say, oh, maybe next time la. Yeah. Right. So that's like maybe a home. Like basically your one day that you're planning for this big market is uh, basically yeah, in the rate already, lah. Confirmed yeah. in the red already. Yeah, lah.
0: exactly. And there's really what can you do? Yeah. You know, what can you do? What can you do? Even the staff at all those outlets. Like even pharmacies and all, mm, mm. to their credit, everyone I interacted with, they were super solid la. Yeah. They were apologizing and I kept telling them, I'm sorry that you guys have to deal with this kind of stuff. Oh, you yeah. went to apologize to them. Huh? As in, yeah. I, I mean, not say I apologize, oh, Is it huh. because they were saying, hey, I'm not uh, saying like, yeah, I bless you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Hassan
1: Minaj <laughs> moment right there.
0: <laughs> what is it, Hassan Minaj? Huh?
1: Why Embellishing the, the story of like, oh, I came to you, you don't have to say sorry. Do you do that? Well, what, what do you do? As in what?
0: No like, I, I didn't say, that, no oh, no I did say, say sorry. <laughs> no, I just said uh, they said oh I'm sorry for the inconvenience. I said no, I'm I'm sorry that you guys have to deal with oh, so this kind it, of stuff. Uh. Yeah, is said sorry. Yeah, but how is it Hassan Minaj? Hassan Minaj didn't do that, right?
1: No, no as it's embellishing a story. With, like, so what did I son. embellish? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I had this impression of you like, going, hey, please don't, don't say okay, sorry. Okay, then guys you then. are <laughs> embellishing it. You are Hassan Minaj it no, in tell your what, head. Well, Taniwa hearing I'm hearing.
0: I'm saying the facts. I'm saying the facts. I did not embellish anything. It happened. It happened. Anthrax. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. I was just telling them. Yeah, I'm sorry that you guys have to deal with this. Kind of stuff. It's really none of mm, your fault. Mm. It's not your company's fault. You yeah. can't fault them. But they were all super, super nice, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And uh, I think like, yeah, what you said about the sentiment is uh true, la. And and the truth is, we the, the physical banking services have been have been cut back on in recent years, like Right. Mm. Uh, it's harder and harder to find like a full service like bank bank around you know where I live and I don't know about you so mm. la, but for me it's, it's definitely fewer and uh yeah la, there's this re- there's this narrative that cashless is the future so we got to go that way so my thing is I, I I don't mind cashless I like the convenience of it a lot I like I like that we're able to do this these these things uh. my issue is that is they're pulling back on the physical services too mm. fast la, mm. such that cashless isn't as robust as we need it to be uh, to fully invest our trust in it and they're already pulling back the services that, you know, on a day like Saturday, it's like it's like everything just falls apart, like, you know? Mm. Um so so I think the analogy of like the, you know, internet down, printer jammed, then it's not like we go back to Stone Ages or what. No, no, no. But the point is we never they don't get rid of you know, snail mail just because there's the internet, like, right? Mm. There's still at least the option there and it still runs and it's still it's still there, like, right? But in this case it's very clear that, yeah, they uh it was not it was not able to make up for the fact when the cashless holding mm. the digital payments all went down, right? Yeah. Uh, You know, the fact that the banks were not, are typically not open late on Saturdays, that you can only draw up this much money. I think it's, it's all a big issue. Uh. So I think that's the bigger problem. And, and that's why arguments like like what you're saying about, well, it's like printer jam or internet down, those are very, like, make people think like it's very one and zero, very mm. binary arguments, which is not like, uh. mm. I think there can be a build-up of the cashless digital services, but there needs to, they need to acknowledge that, you know, the banking system needs relies on trust. Though. Our entire financial system relies on trust, people trusting that the system works, such that there won't be things like bank runs and all that happening, like people mm. preferring to keep cash at home rather than, than put it in a bank. You know, in this situation, it literally made, <clears throat> made, me <clears throat> made me think like, oh, maybe I do need to keep some cash at home in case this kind of mm. thing happens, you know, because you can't rely on digital services. The moment one data center is down, you can't make any payments already, you know, whether even for just for stuff at home, like like paying for a helper or anything like that, right? Yeah. So it's just, uh, it's just the whole thing, I, th- I feel, you know, pitting cash against cashless, I think it's a stupid argument. Uh. I think both of them have to work hand in hand and they shouldn't be pulling back on one, you know, and then expecting everyone to just adopt the other without any resistance. Hmm.
0: Uh. But then at the same time, like, it, if it's really one of those because last time also in, in, when I was in the corporate world, like mm. overseeing like e-commerce and all, you know, the website, your agreements with like all the vendors and all, there's like a ninety-nine like seven percent guarantee of uptime. Sure. Le. So there's a, like a 0.3%. Um. Okay, during the year at any point, there'll be 0.3% of the time will be down. Le yeah uh and it's part of the agreement, like because there's mm-hmm. no technology that is completely fail safe sure so then like is it is it that like you know because these banks are really the cornerstone of the system because they there's a lot that when they impose changes and policies as customers, we kind of need to take it like should we not also afford them some allowance like as a consumer like, mm-hmm. as a consumer
1: uh, uh yeah What 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 would you say to that I would say banking services are a much more essential part of uh of our lives than you know whether it's retail or other services uh. that are being offered right like literally you can't transact you can't pay people you can't even pay like if you're working or something on on a weekend mm. you can't even pay your staff if, if it was meant to be like a freelancer or something like that right yeah so it's that's why these r- industries are so heavily regulated and probably come with more regulations than the industry that you were in, right? Mm. And being overseen by government, being overseen by institutions that are paid for by taxpayers' money and all these things, are, right? Yeah. So I think it's not apples to apples comparison either. Though. Like like some downtime can be expected for some technology, but if it's really crucial technology that the whole country, it's almost like a, a public utility really, that everyone mm. relies on to transact, right? Then then I think there needs to be it, it can't hold it to the same standards as other kind of, of uh other kinds of industries. Lah.
0: Mm. But mm. then I don't know I don't know whether there's an actual solution because ultimately the data centers are provided for by a third party also. Mm-hmm. Equinox, right? Mm. So they probably have their own agreement with DBS. Yeah. I don't know uh I know DBS was posting that okay, they're gonna be swinging to backup servers at 7 p.m. or something. Yeah. Um and I mean, it probably really is a monumental fuck-up somewhere. Yeah. I and mean, we'll never know the full details. But I think it is maybe just the current climate of things. La, mm. Where banks, especially when there's so much glamorization of the profits they're making, the how much the CEO is getting. Yeah, how just, much
1: he doesn't believe in work-life balance. Yeah, that.
0: it just sets up a sentiment that as a consumer, you're like, Ugh, it's just, is. I mean, DBS has always had a very... I wouldn't say humble rap, mm. but like you know, this is a homegrown yeah. you know, like this thing. But then now when, when they over glamorize how well it's doing, it just affects like public sentiment. Yeah. So yeah, when yeah. fuck ups like this happen, it just makes you think, like, Oh, uh, okay, like you're not you're not doing enough. I think recently also there was a whole case of people who were scammed, uh, mm. and then the I can't remember, was it UOB or O C B C who said they are not at liberty to to compensate but then OCBC, yeah. uh, OCBC but then I think MA has mandated that you kind of need to take the the, the blame for mm, this or something mm, mm. so then it feels like oh, okay the public sentiment towards banks is is getting a bit more negative la. Mm. so when this kind of happen- thing happens people are just ready to shit on it la. Mm,
1: it's
0: mm. like MRT last time la. now if it is an MRT breakdown right, I think people will be like oh okay uh, it doesn't happen that often, lah. Mm, right, mm. but it was at one point in time. Yeah, it was happening every other every day. other time. Sometimes a small yeah. delay also be like, okay, la, Of course, la, of course, you have to start budgeting
1: MRT breakdowns into your daily planning. You know. Yeah, yeah. But because yeah, to be fair, like the of all the banking apps and all that, I found that the DBS one when it hmm. works, lah, right. Yeah, it's, it's one pretty good, the, right? One of yeah. the better ones already yeah. la, compared to the others, more reliable and everything. So it's uh the whole I I. I mean, I really don't know any of the technical stuff about swinging to another server, but a lot of stuff I'm reading online, people are like, they can't believe it. This kind of thing should be, even swing to backup or what, it should be immediate, lah, or at least like short, a short downtime, lah, not seven, eight, nine hours kind of thing. Lah, you mm-hmm. know? So, wow. Uh, it, it, I heard it was a, some, something to do with, like the air con, air conditioner, the heater, or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. So it's literally that kind of like problem, like Right? You know, overheating. Climate change, climate change. yeah. Climate change. And Singapore very hot these days uh, and Singapore everything. Singapore, fucking hot. Yeah. So yeah, it just sounds to me like I'm sure it can be solved with money, Basically.
0: So I don't know. I don't know. I I think sometimes, like you know, when you think oh techno technologies, should, technology should, should solve everything. I think every system there will always be some screw ups. Correct. Right? Correct. Yeah. Right. So I think. Just, like, uh, saying all the way that, okay, this this should never happen, like, money can solve it. I think to a certain extent, yes. Mm. But I think to a certain extent also, it's like, no lah, things will
1: fuck up. Correct. Right? But money, I feel like, especially when it comes to a bank, uh-huh. using money to solve something should be... But can everything be solved for not, parents? I think, I think having backups and backups of that backup, I think that's a... uh. Healthy solution. Right? So, backups to the backups means that something still must be directed. Somewhere.
0: Anytime there's like, there'll be points of failure. Sure, there's sure, points sure, of sure. failure.
1: Downtime, yes, la. but downtime for like seven, eight, nine hours. I don't you know. It's like a full work day, really, you know? I mean, I is know. it because it's a Saturday? That's why it's. It's harder than maybe they need to have a team that's on standby on weekends, like, right? Uh, and pay for their salaries and all these like things. That's like saying,
0: hey, Terrence, do podcast very easy, right? Just sit down you, in front of my you talk, right?
1: Correct, oh, why, yeah. Why do why, yeah. why, you, why you need to uh,
0: charge that much for people? No, right? Very so easy, right?
1: if I had DBS coffers, if I had the, the money, then I would like pay for someone else to do during the downtime, you know? No, so, like, my, my point was like,
0: that it might look easy on the surface. And uh, I'm not defending DBS. Mm. I'm just saying like with all technical stuff, there will always be stuff that you don't know, right? So for right. all the people who are working their asses off in the data centers, maybe there really is like it's like a it's like a airplane also You know, mm. uh, you can do all you can, but there will be fuck ups.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: and and how to guard against that lah. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's something that DBS also it's, it's something gradually built up the sentiment towards them. Yeah. That has just made this whole feeling worse lah. Yeah. 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 Because if it was a I don't know now every bank there's a bit of like you hear me you're like okay what are you doing now. Mm. Because mm. I think it's maybe as a consumer you feel so beholden to this bank. Like you don't know they want to raise interest rates. Okay, low fuck it, mm. what can we do? Yeah. Right. Like last year, was it December? There was a massive interest rate increase, right? Yep. Yeah. You even from one bank, you want to go and refinance your loan for another bank. You just have to take what they give you. Yeah. So maybe it's that sort of sentiment that builds up. Like. Yeah. Yeah. You just feel like,
1: oh, Shakhtama, just just take it. Uh. And uh I think that's and and going forward, like what you're talking about. What can be done from here, right? Yeah. I think the public perception is that fines don't seem to be working, right? You know, Mm. the slaps on the wrist don't seem to be working. CEOs still getting, you know, bumper bonuses, record highest paid banking CEO in Singapore. Mm. Uh, Yeah, none of these things seem to be changing the the issue, uh, making the issue any better, right? Mm -hmm. I, th- I think it's uh, up to MAS to really show how how any of the punishments or whatever that they will... I'm sure there will be punishments, but how will this actually make anything better, lah, right? Mm, mm, mm. And they need to... They, I think they need to convince the public about that. Lah, that DBS, it, uh, Yeah, DBS, No, no, uh MAS. In, in meeting out a fine or punishment or whatever, need to convince that this has will have a real effect on... Or making dbs uh, holding dbs more accountable for these issues lah.
0: because i think
1: like off the back of the previous outages where mm. even the chairman of
0: dbs said there will be committee set up to investigate what went wrong <laughs> i think they haven't been fully resolved yet yeah yeah still investigating then or oh, got a new thing to investigate really still investigating <laughs> still investigating yeah um and and yeah, like I think one thing also that I was talking about with my with my wife as we were walking around is like, let's say you were in charge of a retail outlet, like you were mm-hmm. at a reception and all this went down. Yeah. What would what would you do, Terrence? What sort of like Tom like uh who's the Ethan, Ethan Tom Cruise character in Mission Impossible? Ethan Ethan Hunt, right? Oh Ethan Hunt.
1: Yeah. yeah. What what would Ethan Hunt or James uh, Jason Bond do? Uh? uh I mean, essentially you would have to go back to what the trust system that existed before uh, banking and all, you know. Uh. Uh, people paying on credit or whatnot, or you just. I owe you, that you write uh, out. I IOU thing, write out, or you say, okay, you you ate this much, right? You paid. You, you asked $100, next week you come in and pay us, la. you know? That kind of thing. What else can you do? I mean, what are you no, going to so do? you going to so trap people. I mean, people that, one, there that
0: one you cannot do, but let's say I was at a pharmacy, right? Uh. I wanted to get, like, this, uh, I don't know, like, some strap seals or something. Yeah. So, it's not say I've already incurred, like I've not have eaten oh, the meal.
1: Then you just shut down for a day lah. Don't, if you can't can get the customers... Have a more then. creative solution lah, <laughs> la, <terrors, laughs> They're just throwing in the flag already. But, I mean, what would you expect? Well, what can a salaried employee who's working the counter do? What can they do? There's nothing they can do, right? right. I don't know. That's what I'm trying to talk, discuss. No, no, no creative so- I I I was just suggested one day. You said that it's different. To close no. down? No la, As in either you shut for a day because you can't handle this volume yeah, or whatever, yeah. or you just work on a trust system like Okay, I give this to you first. If you want, you so that means back. the
0: strap sales. You say
1: okay, I give this to you. Yeah, you just write down your name and number, yeah. and then tomorrow the you come in and pay pay me. Yeah, yeah, yeah Then we go back to the good old days of like actually having to stick to your word, though, about things. Yeah, yeah, like you take a photo, mm-hmm. then you
0: ask them to hold up the product. Yeah. And the I will come back to pay come, this No yeah. pain out, lah. Uh, ah, okay. I'll pay You pay, can now. pay now, yeah, you don't yeah, 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 need yeah, to come yeah. back, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: lah. Yeah. So that that would, I mean, in some sense, you could say you're uh, trying to make the best out of a shitty situation for everyone involved, lah, right? Yeah, yeah. And you show that, yeah, lah, you, you are trying to find a solution for your customer. Your customer is the most important. You're taking care of them first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And profit second, lah. Yeah, lah. You won't make, maybe it's. A few people will walk away and not pay that thing, like right? Yeah. Definitely. But you trust that most yeah, of them will pay for something and then you you earn you win their trust back like, that way. Yeah, you or yeah. you earn their trust that way. Earn the respect and the trust. The trust. Like, the Maybe trust. that's a a plus for you, as for PR wise, right? You yeah, know, yeah, exactly. So I think spirit. every
0: business needs to also
1: understand that shit
0: will go wrong. Yeah. If all your point of sale systems are issued by DBS. Uh, I know there are some other like just at the event last week there was this mm. new app that even on your Android phone, if you download certain things, you link it to your bank account, it can become a point of service terminal. Yep, yep, yep. So you you get a bunch issued by DBS, sure, but get gets some contingencies. La. Mm, you mm. know, like, everyone also should have like maybe like this 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 glass case in your pocket with like $10, note, 10 note, or $50 or not. Break in case of emergency. Break in case of emergency. La. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's true. Yeah, so I think it's just for every business especially uh, to understand that shit can happen. La. Can you imagine if this was F1 weekend?
1: Mm, wow. Wow eh. Maybe, yeah. maybe because it's not f fun weekend, so cut back or something, already, you know? Stand down, done oh, for the oh, year. Conspiracy
0: theory, like Conspiracy completely
1: conjecture. Conjecture, but, but that's what I am saying is that you know, These kind of things is um, you don't know. I mean, you don't know how much how much they're investing in the in all the all the alternative measures to in case the shit happens, alright. Yeah, um, yeah yeah, yeah. And and what the arrangements are, maybe, maybe that would uh, maybe that would help if. If MAS was a bit more transparent about what the exact steps are, if since we know it's a data center problem now, mm. then they can be very transparent about what steps they're gonna to take to mitigate this data center failure yeah. issue. Law.
0: And even for Equinox to come out and say, like because just looking, WhatsApp was affected, DBS, Singtel, mm. POSB, Facebook, Instagram, Citibank, Staha, Visa, M1, Facebook, Messenger, My Republic, all had uh, outages. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Equinox also is not in the news much. It's DBS. Yeah. So, I bet DBS also is like, yo, guys, Equinox. Yeah. Yo, but, what the hell went on,
1: man? But to me, it's the more important is MAS and DBS Equinix, step up. Uh, mm. At the end of the day, the data center, it's a private business and its, it's customer is DBS, its customer is mm. MAS. The owner should be on DBS and MAS too. To to face the public and tell us what what's what's happening.
0: So you think like uh there should be some like you know on on TV, just take a bow. Take a bow for twenty seconds, or twenty thing. seconds. I think there should be a press for conference.
1: Piush, Piush yeah. Gupta You know, any CEO of his salt should use this as an opportunity to try and rebuild trust. Because already trust is the underlies everything in the financial system. Without trust, that's how Silicon Valley Bank happens. That's how all these mm. bank runs happen, you know. And and then yeah anyone who says that this kind of thing won't happen, you know, in Singapore, I think you just you just really have to see. That's that's what people thought about the financial system in the US and all that all those years or so. Right? And I'm
0: seeing some people on Reddit also say that go check all the transactions you did, uh, you know, on Saturday, like a big ticket, maybe you're paying someone a big amount or something. Because mm. uh, one guy just mentioned that previously during a previous outage, his merchant paid him. Mm showed him a screenshot, but mm. because of the outage, it didn't go through. It didn't go through. Yeah. Yeah. So then, yeah. then it feels like, oh shit. So yeah, like uh yeah. I, I guess putting full trust, as much as banking and all these mm. kind of systems are about trust, putting full trust in is also uh not really the best thing. Mm, 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 mm. Not really the yeah. best thing. Yeah. But yeah, I mean I've I've no idea like uh what what will be happening uh after this to MES to DBS. Yeah. Uh I think there will be yeah, I think it's also like we need to keep in mind because I forgot there have been four outages already. I mean, mm, three yeah. outages up to this point and they're open investigations that haven't closed yet.
1: They haven't been closed, haven't really told people what's yeah. the next steps and so all
0: So I'm right. guessing this will also come up in parliament. Yeah,
1: yeah. A right. month down the road or something. A month like. down the road. Yeah. So, yeah, man. But yeah, la, just like that. La, this. Just like that. Um, sometimes... Might not, we might not even be remembering what this topic was like a week from now. Yeah, we exactly. just gone in the flash like that. La. You know, Sometimes yeah. these things just, we, we are outraged about it for a while. Then we mm. forget and it's gone in a flash. But uh, there are certain things that once they're gone in the flash, they're gone forever also. Mm. We won't even hear of it anymore. Mm. And that's also something that we're talking about, which is? The announcement over the weekend that Flash Coffee, uh,
0: a chain of coffee that uh, coffee stalls, or coffee kiosks that's known to to have a, a like a, like an app and like a very bright yellow colouring mm-hmm. uh They announced on Friday
1: yeah. that
0: they oh they are now they announced last Thursday mm. that they are shuttering all eleven of its outlets in Singapore after mm. having filed for liquidation. Mm. Uh, and since then, you know, um, there have been claims by ex workers saying that they have their old salaries. CPF contributions, and encashment for unused leave. Mm, for part of September and up to whatever, October 12th, yeah. like, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean, they're getting help from the Food, Drinks and Allied Workers U- Union, FDAW, mm. WU, uh, and yeah, this this whole thing has been unfolding. Mm. Um, and I I think on Thursday was the first time things started uh, popping up on social media. There was a TikTok video mm. that showed uh, Flash Coffee's uh, outlet at Jerome Point being shuttered. Yeah. And there was talk of like uh, the baristas going on strike. There's a sign from yeah. someone writing that the baristas had gone on strike. Now. Gone on yeah. strike, yeah. Which which has since been uh, refuted. Debunked. Yeah, yeah, Debunked. It's just that Flash Coffee decided to shutter. Lah. And yeah. it's not the Flash cof- Coffee company. Apparently, they have... 200 outlets globally. Mm. Uh, They're deciding to cease operations here to, in their words, and I quote, further consolidate our future efforts and to double down on our most promising markets. Mm. One of which is Indonesia. Yeah.
1: And,
0: and I think they owe like 14 million mm. Mm. Uh, to creditors. Uh. To creditors la. That
1: means not all employees, but maybe vendors or whatever that, that yeah. you know, they bought coffee from or whatever. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Terrence, you know, reading this, seeing news,
1: what came to mind, Terence? Uh... I mean, the word liquidation, as everyone knows, has like very special meaning to us. Yeah. Uh, we've documented our, our run-ins with a very big liquidation and how we got screwed over before, mm. right? Mm. Uh, so yeah, my heart goes out to all the people affected, not just employees, you know, who are owed, probably sounds like about at least half a month to a month of salary and everything. Mm. Uh, the fact that they all lost their jobs. Um the fact that it doesn't seem like communications has been very very clear with them, like, right? That they felt so frustrated they had to put up a sign claiming that they're on strike to to make a statement. Uh, then probably a lot of uh, Singapore vendors they're also affected by this sudden closure, you know. And, all. and uh, yeah, just I mean I feel very bad for all of them shitty situation. And and I think I even yeah I was hoping that we could get someone one of these people Flash Coffee to who who was working for Flash Coffee to maybe. Come on, a podcast and talk about the experience are. Because I think that's the worst part of all these liquidations, is that you hear all these official statements and these buzzwords about like consolidating to you know focus on the markets and the business not viable, all that. But actually, what I what I think is really interesting that a lot of people don't hear is about how those decisions from management were or were not communicated to staff, to the partners, to mm-hmm. vendors and things like that. And really gives you an insight into how. The, the management and the leaders of the, this company work la, and how mm. they think about, you know, whenever shit hits the fan art crisis. Because I think this guy, Flash Coffee has raised a lot of money in recent years. And uh, the, the you know, the the CEO and co-founder and everything has talked about himself very much as a, like, a visionary entrepreneur, backed by rocket internet and everything. I, I have a very interesting quote from a Rob report uh, a Rob Report interview of him. Uh, that was done not too long ago. Uh, it was a Rob Report report. Flash Coffee is at the heart of a coffee revolution that's taking Asia by storm. And he, I, quote, I just like to read the quote. He says, mm. I see myself as an enabler, not a CEO. I care about getting my team and the people around me at Flash Coffee to where they want to be in life. If they want to build their own company or future, I'll give them the tools to do that. In business, there are always ups and downs. As long as we share the same vision, I'll do whatever it takes to support them. It's not about me getting there. It's about me making sure that they get there. I'm fighting for them, not the other way around. (laughs) Literally the last paragraph of this. Where
0: was that? Where was that quote?
1: Um, This interview was from 30th August 2022, just about a year ago. Mm. So yeah, he's fighting for them, but uh, apparently not anymore. Maybe from Indonesia, he's fighting uh, work from home, remote.
0: Because you said the article came out when? Sorry,
1: 30th August 2022. 30th August. Because... Uh,
0: last May, no, yeah. this May, eleven mm-hmm. May, twenty twenty-three. Uh, like what you said, la, Uh, Flash Coffee raised around round of fifty million US mm. to expand. Yeah. So I mean, like, uh, I think it's a sad case with eleven outlets, and I'm sure everybody has seen these outlets, lah. La, yeah. Right? yeah. They are bright yellow. yellow. Uh, I mean, I've never been the biggest fan of Flash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they do something interesting, but I feel it got no soul. Is it really interesting? I mean, in the sense that it's very app-focused. And you know me and my apps. But when I went there to buy coffee before, there was no interaction with any app. eh? Uh, but you can like download on the app and then you
1: order and you pick oh. up and all that kind of shit, la. When I went there, I just like oh, I, there was a barista. I ordered a coffee because you never use the app, lah. La. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, that's why I'm like, why, what, what's there to be impressed about? That's why I'm asking.
0: No, because on the app, let's uh, say you're going somewhere, you can just order from that outlet. You order and you pick it up. They give you what time? Uh, I mean, it's like basically like Grab, you know, the self pickup. Uh, okay, but this yeah. one they had it when they first launched, lah. And I know that smile of yours. Okay. You're like, oh, yeah, this is fucking nonsense. Everything uh, is pointless. But I'm just <laughs> saying that they had an interesting proposition. Yeah. I just don't like their branding. And why you don't like the branding? It's just it's like soulless, like soulless. soulless. And maybe maybe it's because like after yeah. going through this liquidation, oh. you know, after kind of uh with folklore and and other things that we've done understanding a bit more about the whole fundraising space and all. Mm-hmm. It, it's just like um when when you hear uh I think it's been over-glamorized companies that, you know, announce what, wow, they've raised $50 million. Mm. Uh, And I used to feel like, wow, that company must be doing really well. But when you look at it, oftentimes, these companies are not profitable. Mm. And then I always used to wonder, how does this fundraising thing work? What does Series A mean, Series B mean? I mean, mm. but basically, mm. it is any company that goes down the path of raising external capital you, the moment you take other people's money, investors' money, or at least like VC money, the whole goal is for hyper growth. Mm. The whole Mm. goal is to reach a point where you're either acquired or you go for an IPO. Mm. Which means that it is all about like super growth. Of course, you get some VC, some investors that want slow growth, you know, profitability from day one. Mm. But when you see this, you know, and they said this money will be used to get the company to profitability by the end of 2024. Mm. Which Mm. means it's not profitable. Yeah. And then they raise that much money, they expand like crazy. I don't know, you could almost feel like, how is this going to last? Yeah. yeah, And and then when this thing happens, it really feels like, of course this would happen. Of course a company that is just going for hyper growth, they would just sp- spray and then look at the least profitable outlets and just cut it all off la, mm. in the name of like growing this business. But you forget all the people, la, right? Mm. Mm. And that's why it's damn Bloody annoying! Seeing that they just shut it like that.
1: Yeah, it's it's basically growth at all costs. Growth at all costs. Yeah, and the cost is people not having job certainty, people not being paid. Uh, not literally, not 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 that they opportunity cost of being paid. They're literally they worked and they didn't get paid. Like right for that month. Yeah. Uh, CPF and all that, you know. So, I do hope that because I I think um like in our case, as far as I know uh like when with hook and everything, right? I in, as far as I know, the staff did get paid mm. uh for whatever the hours they worked and all that, right? Mm. So in terms of a case for CPF to go after them and all that, there wasn't there wasn't much there. Um as far as I know. Yeah. Uh but for this case, it's quite blatant that uh yeah, staff salaries, CPF still not paid, right? Uh so it's I, I think it's it's really bad. It's really egregious. It's really yeah. Like not cool. It's really growth at all costs. It means growth at the expense of your employees. You are literally borrowing their time and effort and money to build your own business. Then the moment the business doesn't make sense for you, you just decide I'm not going to pay them yeah, yeah. So that to me is really, it's really uh, gross lah, Right. Yeah. So it's it's if I mean in this day and age when you think about how we spend our money and we want the business to you know source our materials ethically and stuff like that. These people, I mean this this totally the business ethics of this is, is totally they don't care. But know? then but then when you're running a business, even for us, when there's
0: certain things that are really not profitable, if like we need to stop, we stop. Right? Yeah, you, So you what stop. is it about the way
1: they did it this round that that irked you? That it just completely just shut down everything. You know, even the staff had no clue. Mm. Staff did not didn't seem like they had any chance to make prior arrangements. Or you know, like work towards i as far as I know, they only were told about this on a meeting just a few days prior to shutting down like, right mm. so it's not like you give them a month's notice that hey, this is gonna happen, please start looking for alternative plans if you need to pay for your medical bills, please start looking elsewhere for jobs or even driving like you know being a, a private hire driver or something like that for a while to get mm. to get by uh they they didn't la they just left everyone in the lurch, their own employees, the team that they're supposedly uh you know it was about me making sure they get that i'm fighting for them not the other way around He's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, words in like, this case is the other way, way yeah, around i yeah. won't leave yeah. them to just fight fend for themselves because yeah i'm not making money you know yeah. i'll focus on the things that make money so it's, it's just like kind of gross like right, the, the whole behavior i feel like if if you tell me a business is is, is uh not doing well or mm. is suffering or something like that and you have to close outlets you know you have to consolidate there have to be some redundancies you try your best to to keep at least one place up. You look at all eleven of them and see which one could potentially help you make some money back and all that, right, you mm-hmm. know? And then you slowly rebuild your your footprint after you you've consolidated a little bit, like right. Then okay, I mean then at least we we know that it's not growth at all costs. You're also going for sustainability, profitability and things like that. And you care about making doing it properly, But here it's very clear they don't care about doing it properly. They just Jump! They just pulled themselves from the system. And just handed over, handed over the keys to the liquidators. Didn't even bother about you know the, whether the outlets, uh, whether how communication was to customers. They don't care about the customers. They don't care about the staff. Mm-hmm. Any of them, lah. Right? Yeah, and I mean we can say this with some certainty because,
0: uh, uh even for Hook, mm. you know, like if you, I can imagine some people saying, "Oh, but no lah, they wouldn't have informed people just on the day itself. For Hook, literally, we found out through a press release, and the staff at Hook found out. At eleven thirty AM on the day itself. Yeah. So yeah. this kind of shit does happen. Yeah. And more often than not, in this same article talking about liquidation, uh, you get quotes from the the Flash people saying, Oh, we are profitable in our other markets, uh, and you know, we are doubling down on Indonesia. I'm like, Hello, how does this make sense? In one hand, you are shutting down in Singapore and if you really are not gonna pay employees, that's messed up. Lah. Yeah. But it almost feels like it's justified because you know, we are focusing on other markets. Yeah. Then it's like, yo, man, and uh, like who knows what penalties would, would be incurred by them, right? Probably
1: nothing lah. But what's is that incur? There's nothing left for you. Uh. That's, that's the problem with hook uh, right? That uh-huh. we had. Was that, so what? Even if you want to sue, what are you going to sue? You're going to sue a, a bankrupt company? The, the bankrupt company doesn't even have money to like pay for for lawyers or anything. And then all the sea level suites we
0: know, like I mean for in our instance, yeah, all within months. Huh? Within months they just filled up huh? Yeah got another C level job somewhere yeah. else.
1: I mean these people basically have retreated already lah, from from yeah. Singapore market and and they uh, you know like sort of just blaming the market for for whatever happened. No? And uh, see I think you can blame the market for the business not doing well. But you can't blame the market for your unethical practice of not paying your staff and they're, mm. just, and they're just, just filing for bankruptcy. La. Yeah, That's unethical, la, right? Really yeah. unethical.
0: I mean, they said like most of the people from the head office, they are offering, you know, like uh, uh positions in other countries and helping them find next steps. But it's the baristas, la, you know, the contract staff. Yeah. The the more customer-facing, the
1: people not in the head office who get screwed over. La. They're not going to move to another country to... Yeah. to to work in the flash coffee there, right? Yeah. So after you got screwed like that. right? And
0: I mean, again, it's, it's similar to the first case, right? Like, I remember in May, the number of articles that was talking about, oh, flash coffee, race, shit ton of money. Then you mm. look at it, you're like, Pfft. you know, the the, what, the higher you go, the harder you, f- is that the higher you go, the harder you fall, mm, right? Yeah. If you're over glam, so glamorized, that's 68 million Singapore dollars now. Yeah. Which is huge. And then when they do this, it's almost like, okay lah, like, okay, this is a small thing. There's all the glamour
1: that they that they get. La. Uh people are talking about Lakin coffee, right? From uh. China. Also very tech focused. I think I think you have to download an app literally to yeah, order. Correct, correct. Yeah, you cannot or you source. cannot pay anything. Have you like, been? I've, I've never been before. I've never been.
0: But I've seen Qs la. And Kanangan coffee also from mm, Indonesia. Mm.
1: So is there a business case for these tech focused F and B outlets You know, like, Or is it are we just or is it all just like hot air? Being I think it's one of those around. cases because okay, like I mean, I do try to stay up up to date with like
0: what's happening in the tech space and all. Mm-hmm. The whole thing feels like you know when there was right healing, yes, uh, there was this wave, right? Mm-hmm. There was this potential of an idea, mm-hmm. but it became like, uh, the 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 first mover advantage. Is right? mm-hmm. when you come to a new market in Singapore where there was none. It was almost a three-way fight and Flash probably knew that Kenangan and uh, Lakin were going to come to Singapore. Mm. So let's pray and like get our foot in first before these people come in. Mm. I don't know Mm. how profitable Lakin and Kenangan are, but I think it's one of those cases that ride hailing, you know, like I've heard like now Uber is profitable, Mm. Uh, Grab, I don't know if their ride hailing is profitable. But there probably is a business uh, model, but because it's so competitive right now, it's a race to the bottom. Mm. So at some point, there probably will, will be a winner that emerges. Uh, but until then, remember the days of like when Grab, uh, Deliveroo, Food Panda, they were just offering vouchers mm-hmm. left, right, center. It was great for the consumer. Yeah, But in the end, it, it, it it just feels like yeah, la, like to win you really have to grow at all costs. Mm, mm, and it's who it's can survive market, the longest,
1: lah. Yeah, market share and all. Yeah. But the thing about this coffee and, and FMB and all that is that uh there are cheaper and easier options already, la, right. Mm. Whereas right hailing was really like it created industry out yeah, of uh right. you know, in, in response to a government controlled uh industry, like right. Yeah. So, it it did, I would say, yeah, la, that it opened it, up new. Th- new. Thing, it opened yeah. up a new yeah. pie and a new market and a new segment. But this one is like, is flash coffee any better than the kopi that you get at the, the kopitiam and all that, and and that? Yeah, it's not that good and there's no story. Like, yeah. kopi,
0: you can see the person, you
1: know, marking, yeah. pulling the tea. You yeah. Know? yeah. So, but that, that's my thing. I think, and a lot of people were saying also that, yeah, la, the. They tasted coffee and it was shitty. Yeah. So they knew from the start that this was bullshit, la, This whole thing is all buzzwords and and all that. So, but I'm just trying to understand whether you know whether you think that there's some something that the technology brought to the the coffee experience that you know makes it a step above going to Yakun or any of these places.
0: I actually think like that interaction where you can uh, book uh, ahead of time and pick up, especially for the CBD, lah. I think mm. I think that's where it makes the most sense. I do feel there's a bit of value. It's not mm. maybe to the extent of incremental value that ride hailing bring, brings. Yeah. But for across coffee, I actually think for people who just want to, you know, not worry about queuing up and have like some sort of consistency, I thought that, I think there is value. Mm. Yeah. Because I mean, for Starbucks, you go there, it is, Starbucks feels like it's more about the experience yeah, of, yeah. of being there. Yeah. And now there's such strong brand power that you have merch, you have the coffee and lifestyle. La, it's right? a lifestyle, yeah. Whereas Flash is just so—it's like the name, like Flash
1: in the pan. Yeah,
0: it's really just a Flash in the pan, la. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, so, and, and, and yeah, the 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 Starbucks experience is uh, I think I read that the book by the the Starbucks chairman. Howard Schultz, right? Yeah, and about how it was really about telling the story and and you know being embedding themselves in the community and things like that, la. So a lot of uh, thought and effort went into that. Whereas yeah la, eleven outlets, you know, across Singapore in a short span of time, and yeah, there there really no personality. La. you can't tell one outlet from another, or yeah. you, you can't like, oh, this is nice to sit here for a while. Not, none of them were really that. They didn't offer that kind of thing—the experience yeah. of sitting uh-huh. down and enjoying the space, la. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's just yeah. you just pop by and fuck off, la. Yeah, yeah, la. But, but yeah. I mean, that's why we. I I really do hope we somehow. If you if anyone listening to this knows mm. someone who was affected by this. Uh, liquidation please uh, whether it's a vendor or a barista or somebody Lace. who is and is willing to share the story because I can tell you from personal experience that if you don't talk about the story now it will just become a footnote in uh, some other someone else's story and no yeah, the injustices done to you will become just part of like corporate history yeah and
0: know? I mean and if you are yeah affected even like like yeah like a vendor if you feel you have no voice mm. right which is what we felt previously mm. just let us know
1: yeah, We will give you a voice. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, again, I think like what people are saying to us, if you are afraid of some repercussions or something, if they have the money to sue you, they should have the money to pay you also. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so I think if you work on that, there's really nobody left to sue or to, to come and find you or really that the PR would look really bad if someone tries to do that. Yeah. But it was there to lose while right? talking. It was there to lose. Yeah. What sharing the, your experience, sharing your experience as someone who, you know, with two other people who have who have lived through this experience and mm. are still living still, through the experience, still paying, yeah. paying off some stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, tough so, one. Yeah. But anyway, uh, speaking of tough conversations, shall we talk yes. about your one show comment?
0: Yes. But, uh my my one show comment. uh so, so I, I would just give a shout out to. Uh, Someone who posted on our episode four four seven mm. uh, on Reddit. It is a long time commenter, accidental jurist, um, with with a a detailed response about you know the whole Israel Palestine uh, issue and and just giving a lot of context to the extent of like you know uh, Netanyahu's public approval before this um, stuff that the UN Security Council has said um, and and just yeah very thought out mm, uh, and mm. just giving a, uh, a perspective that i mean can be sometimes quite difficult to put across mm. uh, and also at the same time condemning uh the way the hamas terrorists have been uh, uh, conducting their attacks mm, i think yeah. right now like even as i try and understand it even as i try and talk to you about certain <laughs> yeah, things yeah you're immediately like oh it's hard to to not come a, to to almost acknowledge both, like, multiple things at one time, mm, you
1: know?
0: And I think, like, anyone who's, who dares to share their opinion on it, uh, I, I I give you a shout-out.
1: Yeah, and you better come with receipts, because uh, Harish is going to ask you, where's that video come from? Are you sure it's from them? Are you yeah. sure it's not doctored? Are you sure it's not AI? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. On the discussion, sides, uh, on discussion will discussion will end No, no there on if you both don't sides, if you don't come on to the receipts. Both sides, yeah. So bring your receipts. Yeah. Says, yeah. Let's talk about it. But where's your video coming <laughs> where's from? Where's your video coming <laughs> from? from? Have
0: your sources and all. And I mean, they did point out that yeah, like, hopefully they will discuss it more in future. I mean, we are thinking about how to dissect it, even if it means mm. getting someone in Singapore who is from Israel, someone from Palestine, based in Singapore, to come on and talk. Yeah, yeah. Just, just to see. Because we know it's very touchy. We know it's very touchy. It so is. so thank you, Accidental jurors, for sharing your thoughts.
1: Yeah. Um, what about you, Terrence? I'm to sure comments a DM we got in response to the 447 episode where we talked about a Pew Center survey on uh, 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 uh. attitudes towards religion in Singapore, like, right? Yeah. Uh, So this person, I guess it's a DM so I won't name the person. They say, hey, been a li- ever listener to your podcast? Heard the latest episode of 447? Terence mentioned that Christianity doesn't necessarily include Catholicism. <laughs> so I'm a Catholic, no offense taken, but I would like to understand and hear Terence's point of view, any recommendations where I can read more about Catholicism not being part of Christianity, please. Wow, that's a very like subtle, hey Terence, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about, right, Terence? <laughs> so, where's your receipt, Terence? Exactly, to yes. avoid like any... any uh. <laughs> Uh, violence breaking up between religious groups and all that. Uh, uh, what I'm trying to say is that sometimes in surveys, people ask about Christian and Catholics as separate categories. Uh, so when I was saying, oh, when they say Christianity, does it necessarily include Catholicism? Nah, I'm not very sure, right? I haven't read the survey in detail. All, I'm, all I was just making the point was that maybe the Catholicism was separated as a as uh an answer in that question from Christ- from Christians like that means like uh Protestants and all that right mm. so yeah don't don't And I mean get... your context you mm. were also
0: not like atheist or agnostic from birth right you were part of I mean you're yeah, oh, a devil devil yeah, yeah, so yeah. basically so you, you, between, yeah, yeah you're not talking like with no context at
1: all la. yeah yeah and I know there are differences between them so I didn't want to like merely just lump catholicism under Christianity and all that right yeah just Clarifying that I'm not saying that Catholics are not Christians. <laughs> that yeah, you can just put it on record. I'm not saying that Catholics are not Christians. I'm saying the categorization sometimes for surveys, they put Catholics separate from Protestant Christians. Yeah, yeah. Important, right? The yeah.
0: person is also not saying they're just asking where can they read uh the stuff that you have read to give you that opinion?
1: There is nothing to read. But yeah, think, yeah like you say like it's like one one level of like uh what what did you say? It was What did like, I say? Passive aggressiveness or something. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. nice, a smiley face. Like, yeah. Smiley face at the end. Whoa, of that <laughs> was, no, that yeah, and like, it was? power. that's how Harish communicates. So the smiley face. The hey, smiley hey, face. Hey, passive no, aggressiveness. No, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. But yeah. Uh, but either way, that, that, hope hopefully that didn't cause any ruffled feathers. Yes, people. yes. Uh, and so what is your one shot thing?
0: Um, time? my one shot thing is this uh podcast that I started watching more and more like short excerpts from. It's from. Mm. It's hosted by two people that I'm, I've am i already been fans of. Uh, like, uh, it's called the Bad Friends Podcast. Mm. And it's co-hosted by Bobby Lee and uh, Andrew Santino. La. So, Bobby Lee, long-time comic who's uh, from Matt TV fame and just a super funny guy. La. And Andrew yeah. Santino, I first saw him when he was uh, one of the actors on Dave, which mm-hmm. has been a show that has been my one-show thing before. But it's just, it's just funny because it's hilarious and... I mean, they also have, like, arguments, and and it's, and it's funny. La. So, it's mm. not one of those that you will learn about, like, well, like what does artificial intelligence mean and shit like that. But it's just one of those, especially the clips. La. The clips are quite funny. Mm. And they're quite big. They have, like, 1.04 1. 04 million subscribers. They're both quite famous regardless. Uh, and, I mean, my one choke thing, I guess, is this one clip especially that's hilarious la, between the two of them just having mm. a funny argument on the podcast. Mm. Yeah. Ooh.
1: So they're cool. mainly on YouTube or Spotify uh, uh, or what? I
0: mean they have a big YouTube channel, yeah. but they're also on Spotify. Got it. Yeah. Uh, it's funny like, it's funny. Cool.
1: But yeah. What about you, man? Uh mine because since Halloween's coming up and all, mm. uh when that time of the year where we watch a lot of horror stuff, right? So I just been watching uh Mike Flanagan's a uh, new series, uh how the Fall of the House of Usher. Mm. Uh you know, and, and the cool thing about Mike Flanagan is that he's he uses a lot of the same uh cast mm. in all his, across his projects. Mm. So it's almost like it almost feels like a like a universe he's building, you know, with different actors and different characters and all that. Although they're not they're, they're not linked la, all these stories. Mm-hmm. But just seeing the same actors and they I I only see them in like his shows. And all and they play very different roles across different uh series. Mm. Um pretty awesome. Like always feels like hey, oh, you're coming back to like coming back together with a group of friends mm, that you mm, see mm. once a year or once every other year and just like, uh-huh. oh what are they performing today? Oh, and it's horror, horror. It's horror. Horror, horror, yeah, yeah. And it starts out this one starts out very weird, but it gets pretty riveting like a few episodes in, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah it's not as immediately like whoa shit scary as, as some of his but other series but is it series. like supernatural
0: horror or like psychological supernatural, horror
1: supernatural but I would say oh, yeah yeah supernatural but yeah mm-hmm. the most supernatural
0: thing I will do is like Lord of the Rings or something which you are doing now like you're, doing on, that, you're, on, doing you're on that
1: you're on the almost track almost finished now. second second one you're reaching Mordor yeah. so <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Har- in case y'all don't understand context Harish is on He's actually experiencing Lord of the Rings, the whole series, yeah, for, the for the first, first time. time in yeah, his life. For the first time. And alone, like, not with your wife yeah, or anything. Yeah, like, alone. you're just like, oh, okay, I'm going to veg out and watch Lord yeah, of the Rings yeah, now. Yeah. So, I'm
0: almost done with the second one already. Yeah, so. yeah.
1: I just remember back in the day, it was like, oh, orgasmic to see it on on screen and everything. Now, Harish yeah. is experiencing it.
0: What is it? It's orgasmic for me. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, holding yeah. in because I feel like they're building up to a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But along the way, sometimes some stuff happens. I'm like, yeah, how come? How come this guy just comes back like that? Mm.
1: Spoiler alert! There's a proposal. Hey,
0: they're right, they're right, they're right. There's a proposal I I, I in I, I the I, I plane.
1: I there's a proposal in the plane at the end, and and she says yes, lah. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, like cool. in your favorite movie, Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the proposal Sorry. was not in the plane, right? was it in the plane? I thought it was on the plane. It was on the plane? Yeah, it was on the plane. Yeah, or oh, maybe by then I zoned out already. was so really, I like, so already. I couldn't take care
1: of it. But yeah, I was just yeah. There's uh, I mean, Lord of the Rings versus Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, let her know You're George gonna get your uh, another DM uh, after this episode. Uh. <laughs> uh, Terence, oh, really you can, can me, uh, <laughs> like,
0: really, send me some reviews where you have uh you have come across opinions like that. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, cool. cool. Man. All right, awesome, yeah, awesome, so, everybody. So if you if you enjoyed that, please uh, remember to hit follow, hit subscribe, leave us a five star rating. Yeah. Uh, and, or email us at contact@ministryoffunny.com. Sweet. Thanks, Stay guys. Stay safe.